I lost 40k on it one trade on Robinhood, and then I had taxes coming up too, bro. So I got hit like a triple combo, and like all the money I made, I basically <laughs> Amex lost. bill 40k loss in a trade and taxes. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I lost it all, and I had to go back again. Like, like all of the money gone. Um, like the profits for that year, essentially. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Stick Talk Podcast. We have two cameras today, so I'm looking into the right one, hopefully. Welcome back to the show, and welcome on our good friend, Anthony. What's going on, man? Yo, yo, what's up? Thank you guys for having me. Excited to be on today. I've uh, been following you guys on Twitter for a few months, so I've Appreciate seen it. this in the works, and it's great to be on here as a guest now. Awesome, bro. Yeah, thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, I think you said this was your first in-person podcast. It's always a different vibe, right? It's just like, <laughs> where do you look? Like, where do you speak into? No, yeah, there's a lot going on. You know, you're here, there, cameras. Yeah. Uh, this is the first, yeah, first podcast ever. I've done, like, YouTube streams and, like, some Discord stuff, but never in person with a, a proper setup like this. And multiple hosts. I feel like we're one of the only podcasts out there that has three hosts. It's kind of like a lot of people. It's crowded. So we'll just be firing questions at you from all angles. But uh, first, <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. First question, I think, just to get everyone hooked in, is like you do drop shipping, right? And I feel like a lot of people in the entrepreneur space look at drop shipping as like something in the past. So like, is drop shipping dead? No, no, far from dead. <laughs> uh, no, that's like a funny meme, you know. Is drop yeah. shipping dead? Uh, usually, when people are like complaining about something, there's always people winning at that. Um, so like with me personally, I started drop shipping in 2020. Uh, it took me one whole year to like get my first profit. Like I was down money, down money. I uh, lost over like 15K between like courses my first year, testing products, buying themes, everything. Um, eventually though, you know, like after a year, I got a mentor, Luke Belmar. He helped me out, made 89K the first week. This is 2021. Um, and then since then, yeah, it's been six figure months since, uh, Facebook is great. TikTok right now though, is definitely the newest. Yeah. So during that first year, losing $15,000 in an entire year, like it's easy to just say that real quickly, but if you go back into like an entire year losing $15,000, like what does that actually look like? How do you get through a year and decide to keep going? Yeah. So I, I had committed everything into this. So Going into 2020, I, I started firefighting school because I, like, I wasn't making money online and I needed a, like, like a career I felt like. So I, I go to firefighting school with the end vision of you work one day and you get two days off. And I, I knew I was going to have an online business, but I didn't know how long it would take for drop shipping to pick up. Um, so I was testing like a few products a week. I didn't really know what I was doing now looking back at it. Like I thought I was a pro, uh, but I just knew I would have success with it eventually. So like after a week, you know, it turned into like two weeks, a month, two months, six <laughs> months. And like I would have some small wins here and there, but ultimately, you know, I was down on money. Yeah. Uh, but I just knew eventually like it was going to work. Like I was like, I'm too far invested into this. Like, yeah. I've been at this for, like, <laughs> multiple months. I can't stop now. Like, you know. You're in too deep. It's like the dude mining towards the diamond. <laughs> yeah. You know, like so close. One of the best. Yeah. One of the best. Three Feet from Gold, I think, is the book it's referenced from. Um, at this point, were you in school? Or, like, what did that look like? So, yeah, this was 2020. I had started training to become a firefighter. And it was uh, a two-year program. So, I'm in school. Uh, like a few days a week in class. The other half, I'm working on the drop shipping business. 
Dude, what goes into testing out a store? Do you have to, obviously you're drop shipping them, but do you have to, like you don't order any inventory or anything like that? You just run the ads? Yeah, so there's, there's a few ways to go about it. First, you need a, a product to sell, like a winning product. Uh, so like characteristics would be first, it's something not sold in stores. You know, they, they got to order it from you. Uh, it has to have low enough cost of goods to where you can mark it up, preferably three or four X. That way, if we're spending money on ads, we have to fulfill the order. You know, the more profit left over, the better. And then preferably like a wow product where you look at it and you're like, damn, like this shit's cool. Nice, or, trendy. Yeah, or it solves like a major problem. So like I'm sure you've seen in the past, in the past, like those galaxy projectors, uh, shark slides, or like the back crack board. Uh, those are some like pretty typical drop shipping products. Um, so those are the characteristics of one. And to find one, uh, there's a lot of spy tools now, like where it gives you pure data, like it'll scrape every Shopify store and tell you what products are selling now. So you just really have to go through like a big list and ask yourself like, is this a drop shipping product? Yes or no. Um, in terms of getting it on your store, uh, there's a ton of suppliers out there. Like it takes no time to get a quote for it, add it to your shop. Uh, and with chat GPT and everything, like the website part's pretty automated. Uh, now I would say what separates like a beginner dropshipper from like someone more advanced, you were asking like if people order it to your house. Um, like people just getting started, no. They're, <laughs> they're gonna kind of just read some Amazon reviews, AliExpress reviews, be like, okay, this is generally good. Uh, but like the higher level you are, you will order it in just to tangibly feel the product and make sure it is something good you can send out. Got it. So keeping on track with your story, you had the first year where you lost a bunch of money and you decided to continue. And then you meet your mentor, Luke Belmar. How did you guys meet? So, okay. So end of 2020, uh, November, he had a black this was COVID, Friday. Right? This was during COVID? This was COVID okay. year, yeah. Uh, he had a Black Friday deal, like, hey, $1,000 for an hour call with me, November. I, I've never talked to him. I just saw his stories. I, I thought he was legit. I'm like, I'm going to go for it. Uh, we don't call till February, Jeez. four months. And he's like, bro, I feel bad. I'm going to refund you, but we'll still have the call. So we hop on an hour. He just gives me his Facebook strategy. That was the main takeaway. And because he was telling me what he does, I just put all my faith into this. Uh, so the first product I test after that failed. Second product I test after that call was the one that did 87K in two weeks. Um, and I would, like the, the way the relationship was, I'd be like, hey, bro, here was today. Uh, what do I do? He'd be like, send me 1K. But I was making a few K net <laughs> a day. So I'd send him money. And the, the next day, I'd make like four or five K back. And be like, bro, what do I do now? And he'd be like, send me one K. <laughs> like, okay. And I, I'd send and him And then would like advice come after or is just yeah, send? Yeah, okay, yeah okay, voice okay. messages. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He would, <laughs> I thought you just send this guy one K and then money just comes from somewhere. One K per text. Ads, yeah, he would be like, do this with your ads, okay, okay, change okay. this. And I'd implement it. And he was like, you know, you're rich now. Like, good so, job. <laughs> so you can, you can only implement so much in two weeks, I guess. In that period where you went from losing 15K and just a failure with the Shopify stores, what was the single biggest piece of advice in that period that got you to that 87K in two weeks? I would say the confidence. Okay. Um, if I had this, like, well, the strategy too and the confidence. Uh, the strategy was, uh, it's not like something that'll come and go. It's more of like a mindset that you can approach your ads with, like a way of split testing and attacking it strategically. 
But then also like, because he told me it, I'm like, this dude's ahead of me. I'm not here yet. I put full conviction in it. I had zero doubt like this strategy wouldn't not work. So is it confidence to not be afraid of losing money? Is that it? Um, it was just like a newfound, kind of like a dopamine hit. You know, let's say like you find something new, you feel really inspired. So yeah. I just like, I, I just believed it would work. And uh, like the first day, you know, you spend like 250 on ads, you make like 750 back. It's like what you put in, you make back profit essentially. Um, and what a big takeaway was like when you have something that's working is being aggressive with it too. Like having some balls to go in, you know, cause I went from spending like 250 day one, like a thousand, then 2000 a day, 3000 a day. It got to a point where my bank ran out of, like, of money cause I was spending like three, four K a day on ads. It costs three, four K to fulfill orders. And then Shopify doesn't pay you every day. So I was spending like 10K a day within like a week of getting my first product. So I, I had no cash flow then. Um, Throw it, it on was that just Amex, like, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't have it yet. So I was just like balls to the wall. I hit every single issue you can have right away. Um, but that was good because then it, it, it set me up to go forward. Yeah, so it's just that confidence to double down when it's working. Yeah. yeah. What was the product that worked? It was uh, the viral TikTok leggings, the, the booty leggings. <laughs> oh, okay. Have you ever seen him? It was like a, a girl would wear them, and her husband would walk around the corner, and he'd be like, "Damn, girl!" <laughs> he's like, "What are those? Like, you've been wor working out?" And it was just these funny videos I'd put. So you needed some uh, ad creative, so you just hit up some girls, like, come throw these leggings. So, on. yeah, with like testing products, it's a little gray area with creatives. Uh, a lot of people will just take TikToks that other people have posted, and send the call to action to their website. Um, it's not technically allowed and you can get like taken down for it, but that's what most people do. And that's what I had did back then. Yeah. And, and the original creator did message me. She's like, Hey, stop using my video. And I, I took it down the next day. I'm like, there's no, no chance I'm taking any risk here. Like, like moved on. And then I got another ad and it just picked right back up. Really? So you were on TikTok at this time or Facebook? Where were This was Facebook. Facebook. So, yeah, I ran Facebook 2020, 2021. Uh, near the end, though, I was getting hit with so many bans. And like, you have to buy profiles from people. You have to circumvent, which like, it's not allowed. It's illegal. You know, Facebook's on it, anti-dropshipper. Uh, and during this time, that's when I, I shifted over to TikTok. It was still pretty new back TikTok. So what, what's the strategy on TikTok? Like, are you posting your own content? Are you doing it for your, for your products? Are you doing it for your coaching program like where do you start with tiktok so with tiktok there's two types of like methods for drop shipping there's organic where like you're posting and re relying on the algorithm to send your videos out and then you have to have a good enough video to where they want to click your profile and click the link in bio that's extremely difficult there's only a few people who are good at organic um the good people can make like 30k in like two weeks at like 50 60 percent margins but to get there, like to make viral content, one, not every product's a winner, but two, you have to be so skilled and you have to keep posting even when, you know, the first few videos don't do good. That makes sense. Um, and then th there's paid ads, which is what I run on TikTok. So with paid ads, there's no profile at all. When you run a TikTok ad, you upload your profile picture, you type what you want your username to be, and you just upload the videos there. And if they go to click your profile, it just redirects them to your website. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. still a thing? Like, that's 
a current strategy of TikTok that, ads? That's just how it is. No, okay, that's just okay, how okay. TikTok ads is. Okay. It's not like anything uh, sketchy. That's okay. just part of it. No, I was, more so the question was like, is that like still the way they do it today? Oh, yeah. I, that's how I do it with TikTok ads. Um, I'll test with about five videos for a product going into it. Um, like short videos, they, they feel like TikToks, but they show like, like a Facebook ad, you know, it's like a square. It has some like ukulele music, <laughs> maybe like the text is like a transition, but a TikTok, like it's a vertical video, you know, you know, TikTok text when you see it. So it's important that your videos feel like a TikTok because the, the viewers aren't stupid. Like if, if they sense an ad within like 0.1 second, they're going to scroll and like some viewers are pretty stupid though. No, but when it comes to ads, TikTok hates advertisers. You, they don't want to be feel like they're being sold to. Why does they every wanna... platform hate advertisers? We're the ones who give them money. It's crazy. Well, just no, like... I don't think it's the platform. It's the users, he's saying. No, yeah, but it's the even users. the platforms just make it so hard. There's just on TikTok, there's how many random bands have we gotten? Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you mentioned a dollar sign band. Yeah, TikTok's very strict with that. Even with like organic, I'll post like a drop shipping video and I'll have to like send an appeal. Like they'll just take it down. Yeah, it's nuts. I posted a video about Tay and it got taken down in 30 seconds. Crazy. Who, I can see that. Who's one. that? What? Who's that? We don't talk about him on this podcast. <laughs> get this podcast taken down now. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, but dude, tell us a little bit more about like Luke Belmar. So like you bought coaching from him. You kept sending him a thousand dollars. He like you've drawn him up to be like this mythical creature essentially. <laughs> yeah, so like kind of talk about your experience working with him and then what happens after the fact so yeah all of this was like february march 2020 um like where oh I was, so three years ago was, yeah where i was ramping up okay. 2021 2021 okay two years ago. um and then in may this was like right after i finished firefighting school he had a mastermind in tulum mexico just like 10 people it's like two villas on the beach uh, and I'm like, bro, I just had this killer month. Like, of course I'm going to go. Like, How he, much did the mastermind did, cost? It was only 5K. Okay. For yeah, that's Me not bad. Yeah, Mexico for a week. It was it was cool. Oh, you got to stay in like a nice place for a week for yeah, 5K? Yeah, it was like, it was like a six bedroom, two houses next to each other. Nice property. Um, so yeah, I went there and a lot of the people I met there a few years ago, I'm still in contact with today. Like one of them will be showing up here later. And uh, yeah, so we had that mastermind. And then from there, we were really just friends after that, you know, uh, just meet up a few times a year on and off, uh, small business every now and then. Um, and then in April of this year, he invited me to stay with them in, in Bali for two months. I think it was one of the biggest houses in Bali, or like second. Yeah, it was crazy. We had like a chef, uh, like staff 24-7. So like for me, you know, like, like I have a good life, but I never experienced like that level of uh, like service. Being, yeah, service. So what's that like? You mentioned we were talking beforehand that it was kind of secluded. Are you just there at the house all day? You're working out there. You're working there. Yeah. You don't really leave or like what's life like in Bali? Literally. So we went to Bali with dojo mode in mind. It was going to be 45 days. Dojo mode. Uh, yeah. We, we were all were on the same like uh, schedule each day. Like wake what's up dojo this mode? Time. Just like. It's just grinding it's, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna break it down. So it's we like were, monk mode, but you can drink. <laughs> I like similar, dojo mode. Similar That's to cool. monk mode, but but better. So we were all on the same schedule each day. Like, uh, like wake up, we train same time, eat lunch same time, same work block, same dinner, uh, like same like stretching together. Like everything was uh, in sync. Uh, daily workouts. Then the thing about Bali, we were in the middle of nowhere, and you gotta ride your motorbikes to the gym. 
Dude, it's dangerous. If you've never been, bro, those bikes are no joke. Yeah, I busted my, my shit, too. I got a little scar still. I fell once <laughs> on the bikes, bro. Yeah, dude, those things, insane. Uh, so we had to go like 30 minutes to a gym each day. That was the biggest inconvenience of it all. It's just the gym was 30 minutes away, 30 minutes back, an hour of like travel just to On the out. mopeds. We started getting a car eventually. Okay. We had a driver. It was After like, you fell, you're like, screw that. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty similar. Um, so yeah, no, Bali was cool. We were just there to work. It was there for 45 days to eat clean, to train hard, get some sun, and, and just to grind work. That's awesome. Um, so that's why we were secluded. It was more of a, like, a decision we made going in. Yeah, it was very intentional. Mm-hmm. And what was that like? What were the results that came from that 45 days? I have never ate that clean in my life. You know, it was 45 days of just pure, like, grass-fed, organic everything. Uh, like, it's no meme, like, no seed oils, no, like, I was on it. And uh, I got in the best shape of my life for sure. Mind was sharp. Um, those were the main ones. It was very peaceful. Like, I woke up every day, bro, like, sun shining in windows, birds chirping. It was, it was just, like, a very peaceful two months. Um, just, like, a good... I want to say like spiritual retreat almost, you know, like it, you don't know what's good for you until you go through it. The business go crazy too. So going into it, we were going to go ghost mode. So I, I kind of took the pause off uh, YouTube. I didn't post anything there. So I was just focused on some e-com stores for it. So like the personal brand took an L, but the e-com stores went up a little bit. That makes sense. How do you even come back to like, you're in Orlando now. I think you mentioned yeah. like, what do you do when you get back? <laughs> Bro, it was good. Like, yeah, so I got back, um, immediately started a new lease, and I just got to work. You're just it. motivated to continue working. Yeah, I just, I just do a lot of work, honestly. It's, uh, I don't have a lot of distractions in Orlando, like just like small Just like friends. Mickey Mouse and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> quite literally. So, you know, I, I just work, uh, you know, go to the gym, yeah. grab some food. You know, I, I live a, like a low-key life. I'm just kind of... In the trenches. How old are you? High rise. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Yeah, it's super young. That's awesome, bro. So with drop shipping, how often does a product burn out and you have to go find a new one? Or do you just um, ride the same one for months? There's a few situations. So if it's a seasonal product, like uh it's October, Halloween, it, it's not gonna do well. Or like it has a timeline until like it'll stop doing well. Uh if you're running TikTok ads, your ad creatives themselves will die after about a week. Doesn't mean the product's dead. Just your video stops working. So a lot of times you'll need to, you can take the same video and just change the hook the first two seconds and re-upload it and you can get profits again. So ad creatives die quite often on TikTok. Um, in terms of like a product lifespan, over there I've seen like one to four months typically. Um, but with Facebook, your ads will last a lot longer. So like easily like two, four months on Facebook. But again, if it's like an evergreen product, something that can be sold year round, you can continuously, you know, implement, change your offer, like see what other people are doing, um, update your ad creatives. Uh, but yeah, short answer on TikTok, I would say like one, two months, Facebook, about double that. Nice. And do you ever go organic to paid? Like you try to go viral with an organic video before you run ads to it? Uh, I don't do that myself, but I will, like for people who are on a budget and who are good at organic, that's a good route. Like I, I have this 17 year old friend I met at, uh, at an event and he starts off with organic. So he'll post videos on TikTok and he waits for one to get some views. Maybe like 
if you post a video on TikTok, you get like 300 views, 300 views. But like when one blows up a little bit, like 4K, 10K, then he'll run that as an ad. So you can run, it's called a Spark ad, where it's like a post on your profile, but you're running paid traffic to yeah. it. So some people do start off that way, but I typically don't. How about influencer marketing? Is that something where you would advise one of your clients or just somebody going to you for advice? Hey, if you have 10K, it's worth reaching out to a couple influencers to post for you? It's very difficult. A lot of influencers will overcharge and like they do shitty posts. You got to really <laughs> walk them through how to sell. Um, what would work best is if you had a, a ton of micro influencers, people who were a little smaller and you gave them like some people even do free product to do it. Uh, influencers are pretty high risk. So I wouldn't be like wanting to dish out 10 K, uh, at, at first, you know, I would find some micro influencers, uh, send them product for free. You can even like 50 bucks a video. Um, a lot of people are just happy to get some like work for their p portfolio. Um, so I would find smaller people, just get a gauge of what works, give them like an affiliate link or a view bonus. Like if you get X amount of views, we'll pay you this much. And then you can start working up to like more expensive people. Yeah, that makes sense. So I guess let's, let's frame it this way. You have 10K, mm -hmm. you're at zero. Okay. You have nothing. Like how do you, how do you make a successful Shopify store? Yeah, bro. So Shopify is $1 a month right now. Okay. Started. You can choose the advanced plan. Like it's normally like 300 a month. You pay a dollar. Yeah, it's pretty Is killer. it like a promo or something or? Yeah, it's, I don't know what, it's been on for like eight months. It's a, it's a long promo. <laughs> um, so that's first. Uh, we talked about finding a winning product already, sort of what goes into that. Uh, in my Discord, I, I give out pre-built themes where literally you just upload it to your store. And then I give a chat GPT prompt to automate all the text over. Uh, so the only thing like, uh, as like me that I would have to do, I'd have to get some reviews, which you can import from AliExpress and then some gray hat people will import them from Amazon, um, which isn't technically their exact product. It could be the same product, but you know, it's not the one they're shipping out. Um, from there, we need images on our site, which you can get from like AliExpress. You can go through a, like a few different competitors. As long as like it's not like custom content that a brand like specifically like paid someone for, like a lot of people are just cycling images from AliExpress. Um, and then an offer itself, which for, for me, you need good margin. So like, let's say you have like a trio pack, like buy one, buy two, buy three, your base package should always be at least $20 profit with preferably three to four X profit margins. So what is that like 75% profit? Um, well, yes, but then you're spending money on ads. So like the best situation is like a $10 product. Let's say you're selling for like 30. Um, that way you spend 10 on ads. Let's say you get a sale, you know, you spend 10 to fulfill the order. You have like 10 profit. That would be like an ideal situation. It's like 30% profit is ideal for drop shipping. Yeah. And at scale, it's more closer to 20 to 25. And then after like team software, like I would say a typical store like end of year is like 15 to 20. That's pretty common. Bro, what is the customer support like on these products? <laughs> oh, it's very good. So be, like the people that you get, like what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. So first off, you get a lot of emails from people who bought from another store and they're like, I ordered from you like six months ago and haven't got shit yet. And I'm like, bro, I just started selling this today. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly not me. Um, so those people I ignore. Uh, then you have people, the most common one is like, hey, where's my package at? Just shipping. 
um, which again, like I have a VA, like a virtual assistant on my, on the customer support. She just has chat GPT prompts. So if a customer asks, like, you know, you just paste their email into the prompt, get a nice reply, send them their tracking link, give them an update. Um, in terms of like refunds and stuff, refunds aren't too common, maybe like one, 2%, um, at scale. And a lot of times too, like you can ship them out another unit. Uh, I'm not like a, like a major Karen. I'm not trying to haggle with the customers. Like if something's wrong with the product, wrong size, whatever, I'll just refund them. Um, and then disputes too, like I, I have chargeback protection. So if a dispute does come through, it just gets auto refunded right away before it takes any risk. Is that through Stripe or Shopify or? There's a Shopify app, uh, Disputify, I believe. Disputify. Yeah. Something like that. Creative name. Ify is like the most common SaaS name. <laughs> yeah. I could Close-ify. be saying the wrong name. Spotify, Shopify. Closeify. How creative do you get with like upsells, bundles? How important is that part of it? Um, it's important, but I'm not that creative with it. So one of my favorite upsells, it's a post-purchase. So after they already give you their credit card, after they already pay, you hit them with an offer. Like you've unlocked a special one-time offer. Add an extra for a family or friend for 20% off. And they just have to click add now and it'll add it again. Like it'll just instantly charge them. They don't have to re-go through checkout. And I just do the same product. So if they bought one, I just <laughs> give them the same one for a discount. And then after that, I give them the same product again for a bigger discount. Um, and then on the store, like the best offers now are like buy one, get one free or like buy two, get one free plus free shipping. Um, essentially like trying to get them to buy two units to unlock free shipping and charging shipping if they buy one. That's a pretty common approach. That's cool. Yeah, so clearly you're, you're like an expert at this stuff, right? You've been in it for a couple of years now. You've had success with your own stores. At what point did you make the transition from like, I'm a drop shipper to I'm gonna now help people to also be drop shippers? Yeah, so from 2015 to 2018, I grew a Clash of Clans YouTube channel to a million subs. No oh, way. Shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Clash Royale, too. I switched over. Like, Small okay. flex. But yeah. To a so, million subs. Yeah, a million subs. This was in high school. I don't know. We're interviewing Mr. Beast. Um, yeah, no, he actually, bro, Mr. Beast in 2017 told me to put all my money in Bitcoin. And, and he did <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, bro. We used to talk. It was like when I was bigger than him, bro. Dude. Wait, wow. so did you put your money in Bitcoin? Did you no, listen? I didn't trust him. <laughs> I should have, though, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I used to have YouTube experience. And okay. then in August of last year, Luke hit me up like, hey, bro, I'm coming to YouTube. Like, I might need some help. So I started getting back into YouTube, uh, helping him. And I'm like, damn, you know, like, I kind of want to post myself. So then I started posting dropshipping content. And since I had like that YouTube experience in the past, it, it's like second nature. So yeah, I just, I started, I've been on YouTube on this new channel now, cause I post, uh, we haven't even talked about that yet. I don't yeah, think. I'm excited to get into it. Um, yeah, I post dropshipping on YouTube now and I started that a year ago. So. I'm and you're just, at almost like 40K subs, I think on there, right? Yeah, 37,000 as of this week. So what's the strategy? Like when you said it's second nature, like what goes into it? Um, so I, I, I'm really consistent. That's the first thing. Uh, I post one video a week, bare minimum. The only time I took off this year was in Bali, which was like, we were supposed to go ghost mode, which didn't fully work out. Um, but yeah, I'm very consistent with YouTube. That's the first thing. Um, and I, I, I like YouTube because when you get viewers, 
uh, that's sort of like the motivation to have to post because you can't let them down. You know, you have to keep keep the content up, you know, because like they they look forward to it. Uh, so that's the first thing, consistency. And then also like I just know how a good title and thumbnail works. Like I've been watching YouTube since I was like in first grade, you know, like from six years old to 24, like it's like a third, two thirds of my life. I've just been consuming YouTube content. So I know what titles look good. I know what thumbnails look good. Uh, and for me, this is actually, this is it. I just make the videos I used to watch as a viewer. When I was on the come up for drop shipping, I just made the videos, or I made the videos I watched then. And with my old channel, I used to watch a lot of Call of Duty. So I just made the videos I would watch for Call of Duty, but with Clash of Clans and Clash Royale. So that's really it. Like I just make the videos I used to personally watch because I know I know the content best. Like I was the viewer. I know what I would look forward to. You know what peaks I'd like, uh, and that that's been real helpful. So you got a channel to a million subs. Like did that just die off? Did you give it up? What happened there? So yeah. So this was in twenty seventeen. I hit a mill, and we were doing like sixteen million views a month. Um, yeah, it was making like. 20 30k a month at in high school on adsense just adsense yeah and after that so end of 2017 i hit one mil but clash royale started to to go down and i was still making good money like 10 15 a month but like being young and having made that i was really distorted it felt like i wasn't making enough like i felt like a failure i was like damn like what am i doing wrong you know <laughs> yeah i'd get like 100k views a video and be like damn only 100 like what's going on so the channel slowly started to die, and then uh, I did a, a semester at community college, uh, and that took away some time too, and I wasn't as motivated to make the videos that I had previously been making. So it was kind of mental, you know, like, I, like if I would have kept up, I still have friends who post Clash Royale to this day who are, like, they're doing pretty good. Dude, and uh, Clash Royale is so fun. Yeah, and they just, they've uh, stayed consistent. But for me, I would, I, I, uh, derailed a bit you know the things that got me there i stopped doing as much and which then, was the consistency and then what else would you say the higher quality videos too, like some series i would have and then uh in 2018 after my first semester at college i uh, i moved to la for a year too i worked with uh an esports org i managed a, a mobile gaming team like their youtube channel so i did that all of 2018 and i, I sort of neglected the channel there too um, so it's just like a whole year the channel yeah. had to slowly regress. And then it was after that that I started firefighting and drop shipping because like... What a pivot. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to make videos while in school and training because it felt too demanding. But with e-com, it, it just felt easier. So that, I, I committed all in. You were asking why I kept going because I had stopped YouTube. I was all in on this. You're like, I'm not going, I'm not making that same mistake. Yeah. And that's also too, why I was comfortable losing some money because I did have some money saved up from YouTube to where like, I didn't see it as a waste. I knew it was inching closer to my goal, but yeah, like obviously nobody wants to lose money. For an entire year, right? Yeah. Like it's hard to put in perspective, like how long that is. And that's our situation too, dude. Like. We were in business for a couple of years before we saw any profit. Okay. And it's like those times are the hardest to like actually keep going. What What were your early businesses? Oh, man. I mean, I started by, I think I told you last night at dinner, those turtle doves you're wearing. Um, I got lucky when I was like 16, 17 years old and got two of those off of Adidas.com for like 200 bucks and flipped them both for like 2000 each. And like that got me hooked. 
So I just started reselling as my first business. And then Yeah, I mean for us it was just the agency, Christian and myself, because we Andre and myself worked at a lead gen agency in high school, just cold calling. That was where I first got into sales and how I realized I was pretty decent at it and just enjoyed it more than anything else. But most people our age, like in college, they're like, what the fuck is a lead gen agency? Like, what are you doing? Like everybody else is starting cool businesses, like a drop shipping store or <laughs> in the height of the pandemic, everybody has like these trade groups where they're, where they're helping people sell crypto and, and trade stocks. We're like, yeah, we're going to do paper call lead gen and help set up uh, appointments for B2B companies. Everybody's like, what? But we, we understood how it worked and like that you could get paid to set up an appointment for somebody and that basically every single B2B company needs more leads. And like the biggest problem is like, hey, I have these salespeople, their calendar is not full. So that was really our first business model. We just didn't really understand how to see success with it for, I don't know, a year and a half. Like we yeah, tried different cool. offers, packaging it up a little bit different until we really started to, Seize traction and start to actually like grow a team and be a real business. Yeah. Or was your favorite good. Clash Royale character? Uh, <laughs> a card in Clash Royale. I really let me see on the spot, bro. The first thing I thought of is the Mega Minion. That's I don't know. I don't know about yeah. that. Yeah. What's the, <laughs> me, the me and Andre. Was that dude, the lumberjack. Oh, the lumberjack dude. I love lumberjack. that guy. He had the rage spell. Oh yeah. yeah. Or the one that uh, <laughs> the big guy with the huge arms that like jumps down and fucks everything. Mega Knight. Yeah. Nerds. Yeah. No, nah, that game was a shit in high school, no, bro. We'd sit there and lunch at in, cafe, in the cafeteria. <laughs> You're a dork. <laughs> oh, you didn't play video games as a kid? Were you reading fucking Hormozy as a kid? And yeah, I was. Yeah. All these my nose I, was, I was sleeping in the gym with them, bro. <laughs> <laughs> On the floor in the trenches. Tenth Dude. grade, like Clash Royale, dorks. <laughs> no, Go read Think and Grow Rich. I didn't play video games growing up at all. Really? I mean, every now and then, but... Uh, well, my brothers... I had two older brothers... And it was like their Xbox. Mm. So super <laughs> territorial. So I was like, so all right, I'm, I'm going out to play basketball or just watch TV. <laughs> so that was really it. I, I, I probably watched it like, honestly, in high school, I just watched a bunch of TV shows. Yeah. Probably yeah, watched Entourage like seven times. <laughs> Classic. Bro, just yeah. get home from school, throw the backpack on the ground, hop on GTA every day. Yeah, bro. That was <laughs> it. The shit. Dude, so you're making a bunch of money like in high school, it sounds like at this point with AdSense. Or yeah. did that start after high school? Bro, I make hell of money in high AdSense. School. You want to see how much I make? Yeah, what is it? I'll show you. Th that was in high school, yeah. So like, what do you do with that money as like a high school kid making 20 to 30K a month? I was pretty good, bro. Um, <laughs> 10, damn, ten bucks. Bro, 10 Let's bucks. go. <laughs> so uh, first, my, my, my dad tried to help. Uh, now I'm like a straight, like figured out my own investment plan, but I did set up like a, an IRA at like 16, bro. <laughs> I was pretty ahead of it, bro. Damn. I was doing my own like bookkeeping tax write-offs, like 16, man. So I, I saved a lot. I didn't spend much. Uh, like I, I drove my first car to like 170K miles. Um, and then like I got, I got the Tesla after that. And that was, even when I was making money, I was driving like the piece of shit. Um, <laughs> So I just never spent. I really just kind of like saved. It was just sitting in a like Roth IRA. Yeah, just some like small mutual funds, like some <laughs> old people investments. And yeah, I mean, like I was living at home. I was like 18. I would, you know, like buy food. I'd go out to eat. But like, you know, it was a one man show. I didn't have employees then. So this was just like straight cash. Yeah, when you're in high man. school, you can just you can fucking stretch a dollar. Like you used to get a hundred dollars, and you're like, I'm good for the next two months. <laughs> It's just yeah. Chipotle and gas, Literally pretty much. Chipotle gas gym. That was all yeah. I was probably spending. <laughs> now you walk out of the house, there's like, oh, well, that's 300. It's just yeah. gone. 
So where, where do you put the money at that point? So you're getting guidance from your dad. At what point did you have, like, is that still the same strategy you use today? Or was there like no, recently came upon something else? Um, no. So there was a period where like when I got banned on Facebook, bro, I, I had like a, so I made all this cash, but this is where it's funny because I, uh, I had like a 30 K Amex bill from ad spend, you know, I was running it up. Then, uh, I lost, long story short, I lost 40K on a one trade on Robinhood, and then I had taxes coming up too, bro. So I got hit, like a triple combo. And like all the money I made, I basically <laughs> Amex lost. bill, 40K loss in a trade, and taxes. Yeah, yeah. So I basically like lost it all, and I had to go back again. Like, like all of the money gone? Um, Like the profits for that year, essentially. Wow. Damn. Yeah. What did you do with the trade? 40K? Did so you add another zero margin. on accident? Or? No, I was using a little margin. margin? And the price went down. And they said, like, hey, if you want this much margin, you have to own this much of the stock now. But because the price dipped, I was below that. And uh, I was just some negligence. I just wasn't paying attention. And then it's like minus 40. And I was just like, well... That's it. <laughs> oh I'm not doing anything now. And it's gone. Yeah. Dude, have you ever opened up Robinhood after that? Yeah, no, I'm good now. So now I dollar cost average every week and do okay. a few things. Okay. I'm sure you learned some investment strategies from Luke. I mean, he's done um, pretty well. He's more like, he's really good at like trading and like setting stuff up. Like me right now, I'm just trying to not let my cash sit still. So I'm, every week I'm just throwing a little bit in. Um, it's not that he's ever explicitly told me to do that, but if I explained it to him, I think he'd be like, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and it's know like anyone. stocks or crypto or where do you like to invest? Um, it's like 70% crypto right now, 30% stocks. Nice, bro. Are you a Bitcoin ETH guy or are you just like all these different coins? So yeah, no, I have someone helping me out. I'm only in four coins, Bitcoin and ETH. Yeah. There's a the top two. Nice. Yeah, bro. So how's everything going with the coaching program? Like, I feel like we've been a little bit over all over the place yeah, with this one, but it's good, lot. dude. You got a lot. Uh, I mean, as a 24 year old, just like a lot of stories and a lot of success. But going back to like that pivot of running, you know, your drop shipping stores and then going and teaching people about it. Like, mm -hmm. what has that experience been like growing your own communities and like seeing other people it's, like it's good on the come um, up? So just this week, like yesterday, we had three students hit their first 1K days. Like that's like the, the one of the milestones for yeah, you guys. just for getting started. That's like yeah. their first product, a thousand dollars in a day. You know, most people they they're working, you know, like minimum wage, so like to hit one K in a day like that. It's crazy. It breaks the limiting. Um, belief. Yeah. So the coaching program's great. I've had the YouTube channel for a year now and I started taking students back in, in January. Um, and right now I have two students who who they, they came to me earlier this year. Mm -hmm. One of them, uh, he was in school for entrepreneurship. His name's Jason. He was in school for entrepreneurship, working at a car wash, uh, drop shipping for like eight months, hadn't made a penny, you know, similar to my story. Uh, we bring him in in March. He hits his first 2K a week. And then two months later in May, he did half a mil in a month, 80K what? per week. Yeah. And uh, now he's one of my student success coaches. And, uh, you know, there's another person, their name's Ant, Anthony too, but... He goes by Ant in the Discord, and, you know, he, same thing, eight months, no money. He was driving DoorDash to earn cash for his ads. So he would drive all night, <laughs> get money for his ads, Send and then launch him. Um, and now it, he's done over, like, 10K days, and I brought him on as, like, a, a student success coach, too. 
And there's been a few others who've crushed 100K plus. My main goal, like, if I can just help people get to, like, 1K a day, like, 30K months, um, that's, like, 5, 10K net profit. So, like, th that's the start where I'm really trying to help people shine. That's huge, dude. Yeah, it's such a nice feeling of, like, seeing other people, like, have success like that, especially when they have a relatable story. Like, you're saying they're like you. They had the eight months of trial and error did not have any success and then they join a program and they finally crack the code and then they go on to become student success coaches. Yeah. Which is like, like so self fulfilling cool. prophecy. Yeah. Right. We do that with our program too. Like our most successful students end up joining the team at some point and coaching the new students, which is, it's super cool, man. So what's your plan with the community? You just want to keep growing it. Um, I'm, I'm working on more systems right now. You know, I'm still in a little bit of hustle mode. I, I do some more work than I should be doing. Um, so like I, I have like a decent team right now, like there's 10 people, like maybe 12 I'm paying every month, uh, but I still do a lot. So I'm, I'm wanting to keep on growing the group. Mm -hmm. um, that's where a lot of my time is with them. Um, but I want to, you know, kind of improve my sales process a bit, like, you know, kind of get a better sales team going. Uh, yeah, you said you were doing like text structure. message closing for a while. Yeah, we were onboarding students for two months only through Discord DMs. I would, no calls. <laughs> it's it, crazy. Yeah. Um, but we were growing a little too quick and, you know, it's taking like more time to message people. So we raised our rates. Uh, so now instead of like text, we're, you know, hopping on the phone. So I'm, I'm kind of figuring all that, that out right now. You know, it's like you like solve one problem, then you have like an, another two that pop up. Yeah. We learned that, uh, Cole Gordon, one of my favorite quotes from him is like, as soon as you solve a problem in business, you created the next problem to solve. And it's like, this just business it's, constant problems that you have to solve. Now do you, do you have a sales team or are you just taking all the calls yourself? Uh, it, it's in the progress right now. I'm working with some people from Money Twitter. Nice. Um, like, like Ben. I'm working with Ben Bader. He's helping me out with uh, like the whole back end side of things. Okay, cool. So yeah, yeah it's Ben's in progress. Great. You're going to do like webinars and that stuff? Uh, not so much webinars. Sometimes they, they feel a little cheesy. <laughs> it's a little, it's not like for me, like I've been in the content game for yeah. so long and I feel like if you're like a, like a 30, 40 year old and you see a webinar, it would be so like authentic, but like to me, like they just feel so spammy and yeah. I, I just need a good hybrid. I like live streams, but uh, like a, a webinar per se, like the typical one, like if you've ever been in one, it just feels a little spammy. So I'd have to do like a hybrid maybe with YouTube and it publishes as a video after as yep. well. Like a YouTube live stream you're saying? Yeah, I've only done one like webinar. Um, but yeah, overall, like just more content. I, I like making content, you know. I'd rather be a little more, more authentic on a, a live stream than like some webinars are good, but you know my point, like they just yeah. feel yeah. blocky. Yeah, it's just doing it the right way. That's cool. So you're working with Ben. I think we talked last night. You were working with Nick Rogers too. Yeah, yeah. Dope. A lot of the money Twitter people. Yeah. How'd you find money Twitter? I think you were saying you converted your account from like a gaming account <laughs> recently to more like money Twitter. What's your handle, bro? Yeah. So at Anthony Eclipse uh, everywhere, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and yeah, so I, I, I have like 69K or 59K followers right now. And they're all from like gamers. Like I used to have like 70K. I've just lost so many followers. <laughs> like my one mil channel went from like one mil 50K to like 970 now. Jeez. So like there will probably be someone commenting like, this dude's a liar. He's not even at a mil. <laughs> it's like, it's just been so long. Yeah. Um, so over time, I just followed more drop shippers and the algorithm fed me more people. 
who like were in the e-com space and then like people like in high ticket sales and then email marketing and then the copywriter. So you, each day you just see like these new people <laughs> further, and they, further down the funnel. yeah, and you see the same profile so pictures. So you're like, copy is this somebody off. like, is this somebody like popping off, you know, who I should follow? And then, uh, as I've been tweeting more, like I've just been getting more like an e-com audience as my YouTube grows, more followers yeah. get fed out in the algorithm a little more. So you're posting Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok right now? So mainly YouTube. I do one video there. I do some tweets. Instagram coming soon, probably by the time this is up. And TikTok, I repost everything, but it, it, the videos don't hit there. Yeah. Uh, I, and it's just the videos I'm uploading. Like, you know, yeah. not like blaming the algorithm. It's just the video I'm uploading is not resonating. No. What are you uploading? Like the edited short form stuff? Yeah, just like that talking That doesn't do head. well on TikTok. Just talking head videos. They like the raw, like the authentic stuff, I feel like. Yeah, I, I can probably just pick my phone up and be like, guys, yeah. look at my Shopify store here in my garage. They <laughs> <laughs> do pretty good. Uh, Maybe I'll give it a shot after this pod. You should. Just yeah, go just, in the garage. Yeah, just <laughs> here in my Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. I'll see how it goes. We'll see. A split yeah. test. This is the TikTok guy you got to talk to. Christian's yeah. doing well on there. Okay, are you? How's that been? Decently well. I think I've seen... Uh, are you the person with the heartthrob comments? It's one of you two. On Twitter, I always see like the heartthrob, like uh, the client ascension heartthrob. Oh, that must be me. I don't know. Yeah, probably. I did a video. Well, you guys don't even know what I'm talking about? No, uh, no. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're talking Bro, about. Bro, when I see a tweet, there, there's always comments like, oh, like, who's that guy? With the Gary V. With the Gary V. Oh, event. that was me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was him. Where he called him cute though. or handsome. That was handsome. the highlight of my day. Yeah, my life, yes. really. Twice. That's what I was trying In to do. In like forget. a 10 second clip. I'll never Making wash me my look hands. crazy over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. Uh, yeah. What are you trying to say here, bro? <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to throw that on the screen. so they. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll throw out the video yeah. there. Clear me up. <laughs> Gary V. I thought push. he was referring to when I got memed a couple weeks ago at the meat market lounge. Scott. What happened? Paparazzi. <laughs> They're having a fun night out and Danny's talking to some, some nice females and Scott... Optum with a picture. Yeah, you can't trust Scott. You can't do that. Can't trust him. He's always <laughs> content guy. What do you expect? <laughs> I didn't sign any waivers. He's just working, bro. It's a public place. Yeah. <laughs> it was in the restaurant we were at last night in that little lounge where the music was going. Paparazzi. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Dan. Tell us a little bit about uh, the event you guys are doing tonight. I think you're mm. doing that with Zach Wright in partnership? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So there's... Uh, Agency Domain times Ecom Mafia meetup. Uh, agency Domain is, is Zach's group. He'll, he'll be on your podcast later. And then my Discord, we go by the Ecom Mafia. Uh, so, yeah, we came up to Tampa this weekend. I don't really know why. Uh, Zach just texted me. He said, hey, uh, we're going to Tampa. We're going to shoot some content, some podcasts, maybe host a meetup. And I'm like, let's do it. You know, like, that's the thing about, like, like I'm pretty flexible. Like, I just work, work, work. And then when something comes up, I can just make time for it because, like, you know, I'm just always working. So when I I just take days off as they come. Um, so yeah, I'm up here. We're we're filming this podcast, first one, and then hopefully meet some cool people later. I I don't really know how much of my community is showing up versus Zach's or who else, but it'll be fun. We're gonna get some cigars at Cathedral. Great spot. Yeah, dude. Like That's it. where we usually record the podcast. Okay. That place is like the cigar. Yeah, I, I thought we were going to have to drive there. When I heard you guys were coming <laughs> here today, I'm like, man, thank God. 
Because we're, we're like 40 minutes yeah, apart. Yeah, it's a good so. half hour. Yeah, we don't want to make you spend 12 hours at the cigar bar. That'd be a little rough. This is a, this is a nice Airbnb too, as far. But yeah, yeah, dude, I'm excited for that. Is that like one of the... Do you guys do events for Ecom Mafia often Never. or no? This will be no? the first. Yeah, dude, I've gotta never do hosted events. my own event before. You got to, bro. It's so much fun. How have yours been? You've done two so We've far? We've done... We had three or four three. events so far. And then okay. another one in October. Dude, they're the best. How so was the, the UK one? The London? one in London, yeah, yeah. it's a great time, great time, dude. Yeah, that was our first time in London, and it's nice because it's like business expense. Like you travel oh, to London, you know, it's like oh, travel real to nice. London. You're complaining every Maxing step of the out. way, huh? <laughs> You're bitching about it every step of the way. Yeah, no shit. Someone's got to have some responsibility. Like <laughs> That's, dude, max out the Amex points too. Yeah, that was, that was free. bad. London was actually just like. So well, we also didn't have to go to a cigar bar where every stick is like eighty dollars. Yeah. yeah, we we spent so much money in London, bro. That was, that was sickening. But the it was Bulgari Lounge, you gotta spend fucking money overrated, bro. Yeah, exactly. We're exactly. at the uh, the rooftop bar. We did an open bar for everybody afterwards because we like <laughs> to have fun with our events. Like we've sold out every one of them up to this point. Mm. <laughs> we may be alcoholics, but <laughs> we we always want to like just have a good time because for our event at least, it was just so much like work and like consultation like we did like these breakout groups so everybody felt like they had worked a full day by the end of it we're just gonna let loose go to a nice rooftop in london and then all of a sudden like halfway through andy who's our student success coach comes to me he's like hey man uh so the, the guy was just telling me because he was the one who like coordinated a lot of the event he's like it's gonna be like four thousand dollars more than they quoted us i was like what and there's like yeah it's like about four thousand i was like what do you do, what do you do at that point though? You know, he's oh, like, like, bro, just was, he's was, like, do you want to keep it an open bar? I'm like, didn't we get an open bar? And he's like, well, yeah, but you gotta pay four thousand more. I'm like, so yeah, of course. It was something gonna. about like everybody like getting like top shelf liquor and mm. just probably Who'd wasn't included Hopkins in the, all night. Who the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> probably me getting the top shelf liquor is probably my fault. Yeah. No, it couldn't have just been me. But yeah, we were just like, let's let's keep it rolling. At that yeah. point, he delivered the news, and everybody was like, just drunk enough so it's like okay no worries yeah okay, that's good. that was that was a fun trip though but yeah dude it's like you get to go to london which we'd already want to do anyways but like mm. on a business trip with a bunch of students in our program it was just a lot of fun so is that your plan whenever you want to take a like a nice trip to a new country yeah. just host uh, an event i mean little no because that, that was a, a very stressful event actually okay we didn't get to enjoy london too much but yeah i mean it, it makes sense a lot of the times like last year i went to dubai just with my dad like i would probably prefer to go to dubai like on my own not for an event okay because i could really enjoy it but i'd go back for an event now at this point but oh, london was, yeah. london was going right. to europe in 12 hours yeah you're, <laughs> you're gonna be in you amsterdam going? going to amsterdam this time tomorrow he's hosting What's a there? client Just... ascension event out there no my boy the, some kid i grew up with is like you want to come i'm like yeah Sure. Okay, that's it. You're just going. That's how it went down. Yeah, yeah come. I was home. He's like, "Yo, I got this trip to Amsterdam and then Germany and then Italy." I'm like, "Oh, that's cool, bro. Good for you." And then he's like, "You want to come?" I always see your you talk about. It. You never said no to a trip. I'm like, "All right." He got you. <laughs> sure. He got him. Good. Got him. <laughs> I ain't no bitch. Oh man, no, that'll be fun. But no, that's the flow you need to have. Like that's the freedom. Like with uh, like just kind of having that online business, yeah. you know. I feel like I'm Just pack up anytime. Yeah. And if you have like a, a condensed window to do work, you get everything done. Whereas if you have the full day, it just like stretches out. I feel like. Yeah. No, that's for sure. Like when I'm traveling, I, you know, you know, you're limited on time. Like I only got this much time and yeah. I need to somehow get all this work done. <laughs> you just get it done. Yeah. 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 Yep. For me, it kind of is way different. I just have people hit me up. That's my mm. work. It's like responding to people like team. So like if I'm not available for my team, it's like. 
Okay. <laughs> Where are you at, bro? Hey, nothing's going on then. It's not like, oh, I just got to get these three things done. If I could do it in three hours, I'm done. It's like after the three hours, someone could hit me up two hours later and mm-hmm. I need to do more work. Always so in different. demand. Yeah, always in demand. Honestly, I'm trying to travel less going forward because I'm always on calls, right? So it's a little bit annoying if you're like oh, in a coffee man. shop, you're on a sales call, everybody's around, you're like, who the fuck is the this The time guy? zones though too. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, Bro, Asia? imagine if Bali, isn't Bali 12 hours? It's 12 hours, yeah. I remember uh, we went to Vegas last year <laughs> and we went early because there was a hurricane coming to Tampa, Hurricane Ian, I believe it was. So we moved up the Vegas trip, we fly out there and I forget that I didn't block off any of my calendar. Oh, so bro. all the calls were starting at nine every day. So it was like local time there. I'd be out till three. Then I'd be up at six just taking calls. You still took them? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. No, that's I mean, impressive. kept it going. I didn't sleep much, but like it's just one week. I mean, do that shit when you're young. But. Bro, okay. we talked about that last podcast because I was saying how like I don't get much sleep. And like we were getting roasted in the YouTube oh. comments. They were like, oh, like you should prioritize your sleep. I get like, seven, <laughs> like, I, I get seven <laughs> hours a night. I love sure. sleep, bro. People were roasting me like... You should prioritize your sleep. I'm like, all right. You take naps at all, <laughs> like power naps throughout the nah. day? A little 10, 15 minute recharge? No, I don't. You guys are I took a nap I yesterday. Wish. I was just so burnt out. I was actually like, damn, I'm this is nice. like two, three hours. I need to start bro. doing that. No, yeah. Just a little power nap, dude. You get a recharge. You wake up. Yeah, I was going to say we got neuromints and coffee for that. No, so you, yeah, you, you drink coffee before the nap real quick, 30 minutes. Wait, what? <laughs> that makes no you, sense. You feel, in, yeah, you feel cracked out, bro. Yeah, you're just in like that rapid eye movement sleep that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, precisely. You're not even tired. <laughs> you're doing like the, the Navy SEAL shit where your legs are up on the I'm going to order a coffee in Amsterdam and it's going to be THC coffee. And I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. I don't feel so well, guys. <laughs> the coffee shops are like weed dispensaries. I got to be careful. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go do work at a coffee shop, guys. Get on the call. I'm like, hey. <laughs> nah. That's going to be interesting. I'm scared. No, I'm not scared. Yeah, you, you got to stay away from the drugs out there, man. Yeah, no. Yeah. They have, like, I heard they have, like, fountains because the weed's so strong, like, people just throw up. What? What? <laughs> Some people have to, like, clean it up and shit. That's what I heard. I don't know. Huh. It's going to be an interesting place. Source? <laughs> I got to look it up now. Nah, yeah. fuck with you. <laughs> I got to look it up now. No, I'm kidding. That's in Germany? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Oh. Netherlands. Most people don't need... I feel like whenever someone says Amsterdam, they just... They don't even know what country it's in. That's a, that's the case a lot of the time. Honestly, yeah. It wasn't until maybe like a year or two ago I knew Amsterdam was in, in the, the Netherlands. Netherlands. Yeah. I'm just going to be honest. If you say you're going to a... Like, if you go to Europe, oh, I'm going to Germany. I'm going to Italy. I'm going to Amsterdam. Like, no one says the Netherlands. They say Amsterdam. <laughs> that's a fact. It is fact. Got it. Some lightning round? Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Round. Oh, this guy already knows. I'm done. Oh, shit. You know what the lightning <laughs> round is? He came prepared. prepared. No, I don't, but I'm, it sounds good. It, it's, it's, right. it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, like we just have lightning come through the room real quick. I feel like I'm on a game show. Yeah. <laughs> like Family Feud. You ever There's watched? people waiting mm-hmm. in both yeah. sides of this room with like a keys to a car if you get all the questions right. <laughs> okay. All right. First one, if you could have dinner with any three mm. people, dead or alive, who would they be? That's tough. Uh, so being put on the spot, I would just take some like like some spiritual gurus like Neville Goddard, like Napoleon Hill. I don't know who a third would be, but in that realm, I think they'd have a lot of bomb, a lot of knowledge bombs. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else is like in that realm. Uh, Sad guru. Sad guru. Sad guru. Yeah. That guy's pretty cool. I mean, dead or alive, you could go like Jesus. Well, yeah, of classic. Course. Classic. Buddha. We'll bring that him guy. too. 
Yeah, of course. Um, my question for the lightning round is: if you could put out one last piece of content to the world, what mm. would be your message? What would be your message? It would be uh, drop shipping seventy two hour challenge. The timer's in the top. Bro, that's the, crazy. the timer's in the top left. He's like, I got fucking four <laughs> seconds left. Dude, I die after. I die when this timer. That was so up. quick too. That's that's amazing. That's the lightning that round, man. Awesome, dude. I love that. So, I guess one of the cool things about when you're starting to make money is you're just introduced to all these different people that are making money in this like weird way that you didn't even know exists. So, I guess my question is, if you couldn't drop ship anymore, you can't do anything with ecom. What's the next business model you would hop into? I uh, teach people how to grow personal brands, mm. probably. But if it's not YouTube at all, um, that's tough. Be a firefighter? I almost firefighter. was. Yeah, bro. I would, I would have been a firefighter. Uh, I like teaching people. I like being on camera. Uh, I'd probably be an info something. If I didn't have a skill I could teach immediately, I would pick something up that I could teach. But I think for me, like, I'm very good on camera. I can speak. I know how content works. Uh, it's definitely my strengths. For Why sure. do you think that is just a lot of experience? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, like two thirds of my life been inhaling content. So mm. I just like making videos on, on what's occupying my life. Like it was Clash Royale. Now it's drop shipping. So in a few years, like am I going to be drop shipping five, 10 years from now? No idea. But yeah. just the content will keep adapting to whatever I'm up to. Love that, bro. Awesome. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on the show. If you can just let the audience know where to follow you on all the different social platforms. For sure. Yeah, it's at Anthony Eclipse, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, the Discord link you can find in any of the bios. The we'll put it in Mafia. the show notes too. Yeah, and I'm going to go do the In My Garage TikTok too. I'll give you guys <laughs> split test. Um, but yeah, thank you for having I love me it, bro. on. It's yes, been sir. good. The first podcast. Ready yes, sir. To you crush it. to this on Twitter. Absolutely, bro. Awesome. Absolutely. Good Appreciate, stuff, it. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you, bro. Wow.